1: Welcome to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast. Daniel Stancato here, Roland Solo, uh, bringing you another round of fantasy news and notes in advance of NFL Week 7, near the halfway point already, amazingly. Uh, As always, if you have a fantasy football question or comment for our listener mailbag, please feel free to reach out to us via email at tckpod at gmail.com and be sure to send us a DM on the Instagram at the Candlestick Kids hashtag tckpod. All right, so let's go ahead and get rolling. Uh, Let's just get the logistics out of the way first. Uh, We got four teams on by this week, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Oakland Raiders, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Green Bay Packers. So um, some significantly fantasy-relevant players on all those teams, so make sure you come up with alternative arrangements this week uh, if you own players on those teams. So getting into the news and notes, we'll start uh, with a team that's uh, the pinnacle of uh, success in the NFL, the Buffalo Bills, JK. Uh, Their quarterback, Josh Allen, uh, will miss at least the next two or three games with an elbow injury uh, and will be week to week after that. Um, a second opinion on his elbow from Dr. James Andrews confirmed that Allen has UCL damage to his throwing arm, but he will not need Tommy John surgery. Um, instead, they'll, they'll go the rest and rehab route um, with the hope that he can return in about a month. Um, with Allen out, uh, it looks like they're going to be starting Derek Anderson. They've officially actually named Derek Anderson as the Week 7 starter against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, he was signed just eight days ago and was actually inactive For week six against the text uh, against the Texans. Uh, But of course, as as customary at this point, Nathan Peterman uh, completely crapped himself in relief. Um, Obviously, Anderson is not a fantasy option, but I think it's reasonable to say that he might actually be their best chance at a win. Uh, Nevertheless, leave on the waiver wire. Um, moving on to another stellar NFL team, the Cleveland Browns. Uh, speaking Monday, Coach Hugh Jackson, uh, Hugh Jackson confirmed uh, that Baker Mayfield's ankle injury that he sustained in week, week six will not affect his status for week seven. Uh, he could get in a limited uh, tag or two in practice, but uh, they've confirmed that he will be out there for a dream Week 7 matchup with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, the problem, of course, is not never with Baker Mayfield's health or, or even really his performance, but his supporting cast. He has just too few weapons to throw the ball to. But I would say virtually, uh, not any, but a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL are on the streaming radar against the Bucs. So uh, he's somebody to think about um, if you have, uh, for example, Aaron Rodgers on a bye this week. Uh also speaking Monday, Hugh Jackson uh, claimed once again that he would uh, look to get more work for Nick Chubb. Uh, the, he's specifically quoted as saying we do need to get uh, Nick Chubb more carries. So that seems pretty Uh, pretty exact. Uh, He did say the same thing two weeks ago, I believe, and proceeded to give Chubb the ball a mere six times over the past two games. Um, But with Carlos Hyde averaging a pathetic 3.35 yards per carry, uh, maybe he means it this time. Nevertheless, uh, I'm not sure I would start Nick Chubb this week, but he's definitely a hold in most leagues. Moving on to the Indianapolis Colts, uh, who are just a mess of injuries right now. Uh, for starters, probably mo- one of their most important players, T.Y. Hilton, said he will test his injured hamstring on Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, he said, today and tomorrow will tell me everything I need to know, quote. Um, and also with the claim that my less than 100% is better than a lot of people, certainly better than most of who they're throwing out. The Colts are throwing out these days. Uh, their sort of ragtag group of receivers have struggled badly uh, with drops the last two weeks and could really use Hilton's help. Uh, we'll know more on that situation on Friday. Um, Jack Doyle uh, continues to remain sidelined uh, at practice uh, with, a hip, with a hip injury. Um, he hasn't played since week two, and he doesn't seem particularly close to a return. Uh, even when he does, his fantasy re- uh, relevance will be kind of unknown, uh, as Eric Ebron has been a, a monster in his absence and has led all tight ends in the NFL in red zone targets. Um, also of note, Ryan, uh, wide receiver Ryan Grant, with an ankle injury, also missed Wednesday's session. Given all these injuries, uh, the Colts made a move this week. They signed wide receiver Dontrell Inman. Uh, Probably not fantasy relevant at this point, but it's worth noting that he caught 23 passes for 334 yards and a touchdown in eight games with the Bears last season. Uh, And if these injuries continue to be a problem, it's possible he could become something of a deep flyer in fantasy leagues. Uh, Moving on to the Dallas Cowboys, Uh, Jerry Jones said Tavon Austin is not looking good for week seven. He's been nursing a groin injury, uh, and he hinted that he is likely dealing with a multi-week injury. Uh, It's not like he had much fantasy value of his own anyway, but uh, kind of the takeaway here is his absence could solidify uh, some more snaps for Michael Gallup. Uh, That's pretty much it for the Cowboys. Moving right along to the uh, Miami Dolphins. Ryan Tannehill is present at Wednesday's practice, but is not throwing. Uh, He's been nursing a shoulder injury. Um, Every other quarterback is throwing, uh, and Brock Osweiler was the quarterback the Dolphins made available to the media. I think I would be putting money on Osweiler starting again this week, especially after he uh, was brilliant in week six, uh, pulling off a pretty amazing win, and Ryan Tannehill still generally being terrible. Uh, Moving on to the beleaguered, uh, massively injured Atlanta Falcons. Obviously the big story, perhaps the biggest fantasy news this week coming out of the Falcons camp. Uh, ESPN's Vaughn McClure reported that Devontae Freeman uh, will undergo undergo groin surgery on Thursday. He's been placed on injured reserve. Uh, He injured both his foot and groin in his week five return against the Steelers. Um, He mulled through playing through it, apparently, but ultimately opted to go under the knife. He will be a candidate to return from injured reserve, but he has to sit a minimum of eight weeks. Uh, Tevin Coleman and Ito Smith could form something of a near even committee in Freeman's absence. Not necessarily a great fantasy situation, but both players are worth looking into if you're in need of running back help. Um, just to add insult to injury for the Falcons, they will be without kicker Matt Bryant for Week 7, who strained his hamstring against the Bucs. Uh, uh, the 43-year-old kicker has dealt with a few mi- minor ailments over the past year. It looks like uh, age might be finally starting to catch up with him. Um, Coach Dan Quinn hinted that free agent, free agent Giorgio uh, Tevescio will take Bryant's place for Week 7. In slightly more optimis- uh, optimistic news uh, from the Falcons' camp, Coach Dan Quinn is hopeful that both Mohamed Sanu, who's been nursing a hip injury, and-, and Calvin Ridley, who hurt his ankle in Week 6, will be ready for Week 7. Uh, the Falcons will be hosting the Giants for Monday Night Football, so they have an uh, extra day to get healthy. Uh, Sanu's issue appears to be a minor aggravation of a pre- previous ailment, while Ridley uh, has just a bone bruise, thankfully. Um, They will issue their first injury report on Thursday, so this is a situation to keep an eye on. Uh, moving on to the New York Giants, uh, Evan Engram uh, participated in Tuesday's practice. Uh, he's been out uh, for the last several weeks with a knee injury. He appeared close to playing this past Thursday, so it's not a surprise that he's back on the practice field early this week. Um, he said he's very optimistic about playing Monday night against the Falcons, which also should be noted is a fantastic fantasy matchup to come back to. So Engram owners should have reason uh, for joy this week. Uh, moving on to the another beleaguered team, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Leonard Fournette uh, still not practicing on Wednesday. Uh, been out for. Uh the last several weeks uh, with a hamstring injury, uh, came back too soon uh, and ultimately re-injured it. Um, I will say that it seems like he has made some progress this week. The past two weeks, Fournette has been ruled out very, very early in the week before we even get to Wednesday, Um, and it's worth noting that they haven't officially ruled him out. Um, He was on a side field uh, last Friday when Coach Doug Maroney said that he did have a chance to play in week seven against Houston. Ultimately, we consider him doubtful uh, and fantasy owners should be coming up with other plans. But nonetheless, this is progress after being ruled out extremely early in the last couple of weeks. In more unfortunate news for the Jaguars, TJ Yeldon is also not practicing Wednesday. Um, He touched the ball just 11 times last week in a blowout loss to the Cowboys and was previously listed with an ankle issue back in week four. Uh, The foot thing, however, is completely new, so it looks like he's dealing with multiple injuries at this point. Uh, Jamal Charles and David Williams are the Jaguars' only healthy running backs at this point. Yuck. Yuck. Uh, moving on to the New York Jets. Quincy Inunua has been diagnosed with a high ankle sprain. He's likely to miss at least three weeks. Uh, the Jets likely will move forward with Jermaine Curse at the slot uh, and Terrell Pryor and Robbie Anderson on the outside. Um, I would say Inunua can be comfortably dropped in season-long leagues at this point. Uh, another, another unfortunate news for the Jets, Terrell Pryor uh, is not practicing Wednesday, who apparently hurt his groin. We didn't see anything from uh their game against the colts on week six that would indicate that he got injured but apparently he tweaked his groin in some way and this is notable again with quincy anunua sidelined and particularly bad timing for for both prior and the jets he put together a pretty nice game in week six kind of out of nowhere uh particularly after a went down grabbed five catches for 57 yards and a touchdown um If uh, Pryor is to miss week seven, uh, Jermaine Curse and Robbie Anderson will be pretty much fully carrying the pass offense. So this is a situation to monitor in the upcoming days. News from the New England Patriots camp, uh, Josh Gordon specifically, uh, Coach Bill Belichick saying that Josh Gordon's role is con- going to continue to expand weekly. Uh, this was certainly the case against the Chiefs this past week when Gordon played 63 out of 78 snaps and Holden, uh, or, uh, was targeted nine times. He only managed five catches for 42 yards with that opportunity, but he's clearly trending in the right direction. Uh, He'll be something of a wide receiver three with upside this week against the Chicago bears. All right. Moving from the upward trending new England Patriots to the increasingly downward trending Oakland Raiders. Uh, Derek Carr, despite leaving Sunday's loss in London early with an arm injury, NFL Network's Ian Rapoport reported that Derek Carr is not in danger of missing time. Um, His injury was never feared to be severe. And of course, the Raiders have a bye in week seven. Um, It'll be at least a few weeks, I think, before we see the likes of AJ McCarron replacing Carr as Oakland's. Checkdown down specialist. Um, I will say speaking Tuesday, John Gruden gave Carr a vote of confidence as the Raiders starting quarterback. Uh, his quote was, he is the strength of this football team. He is on my watch. I said it when I got here. If he doesn't play well, I've failed. It's worth noting that this goes beyond normal coach speak vote of confidence. He seems genuinely sincere. Um, and of course, AJ McCarron is in, in actuality, not a particularly legitimate option behind Carr. Um, somehow Gruden has managed to Dramatically increase both Carr's completion percentage and yards per attempt, but ultimately Carr is just a turnover machine and has lacked a lot of confidence at times. Uh, He was unspeakably bad in their uh, week seven loss to the Seahawks in London. Um, uh, As I said, he has a couple weeks now to draw up something new uh, for the Colts in week eight. Um, And kind of going from bad to worse here, John Gruden admitted that the team is concerned about Marshawn Lynch's groin injury and that this could be a long-term issue. Uh, It sounds like Lynch will be seeing some doctors during their bye this week. Um, It's most unfortunate considering Lynch has been pretty much the only bright spot uh, in this disaster of a team so far this season. His loss would be a massive downgrade for the offense. Uh, Jalen Richard has been catching a ton of passes, but, Uh, Doug Martin would be the next man up, I believe, for Lynch's role, yuck. And then lastly, from the Raiders camp, NFL Network's Ian Rapoport reports that the Raiders are seeking a first round pick in exchange for Amari Cooper. I think it's safe to say that they're not going to get it based on Cooper's inconsistency and the fact that he sustained a concussion in week six. Um, Really, the takeaway here is that this is further confirmation that they're aiming to just completely tear apart this organization after trading Khalil Mack, uh, dangling 2016 first round safety Carl Joseph as trade bait, um, even benching. Uh, first-round cornerback uh, Garyon Conley this past week. So it looks like we're headed for a complete teardown in Oakland. Um, moving on to the Los Angeles Rams, Coach Sean McVeigh expects Cooper, uh, wide receiver Cooper Cup to miss Week 7 against the 49ers. Um, he sustained a knee injury this past week. Um, uh, it would be, be sort of week-to-week week after that, apparently. Um, the Rams are going to be turning to sophomores Gerald Everett and, yes, Josh Reynolds in Cup's absence. Uh, Both will be sort of deep uh, flyers behind Robert Woods, Brandon Cooks, and Todd Todd Gurley. Um, Cup ultimately I don't think is expected to miss much time. But nevertheless, any time we have a Josh Reynolds alert, it's cause for celebration. Uh, To the Washington Redskins we go. Uh, The uh, the Redskins consider running back Chris Thompson, who is nursing, nursing both knee and ribs injuries Day to day, he practiced all last week before ultimately being inactive against the Panthers. Um, a full session on Wednesday or Thursday would mean that he is likely returning against the Cowboys. Uh, they really need him back. He was sorely missed missed against Carolina. Capri Bibbs is just quite frankly awful. Uh, Jamison Crowder, uh, who has been dealing with an ankle injury, will not resume practicing until Friday at the absolute earliest, which uh, in other words means that he is almost certainly going to not play in week seven. Uh, Maurice ha- Maurice Harris started in Crowder's absence at wide receiver against the Panthers this past week and is good bet to do so again this week. Uh, on to the Seattle Seahawks, uh, tight end Ed Dixon, who is, uh, been dealing with uh, a, quad, a quad injury as well as non, a non-football injury, uh, will practice when the Seahawks come off their bye in week eight and could return against the Lions uh, in that game. Uh, speaking Tuesday, Coach Pete Carroll apparently sounded more opti- fairly optimistic about Dixon's status, um, and uh, current tight end Nick Vannett has been dealing with a bulky back. Uh, Dixon's return would be a pretty significant boost, actually, for the Seahawks' Uh, significantly undermanned, option, uh, uh, undermanned offense. Excuse me. Um, Dixon, Dixon would likely start out as kind of a low-end tight end two option in fantasy, uh, but could quickly achieve some some upside uh, if if he remains healthy. Uh, so now it's officially time for your weekly Le'Veon Bell update. Uh, Pittsburgh Post Gazette's Ed Bouchette reports uh, that the Steelers do not expect. Bell to ret- report to the team this week. Um, just because they're not expecting it doesn't mean it's not going to happen. Uh, he's rit- routinely left the team out of the loop on what he intends to do. A um, couple of weeks back, it's worth noting that ESPN's Jeremy Fowler reported that Bell planned to report during the week seven bye, which is, of course, now. Um, we will continue to be on the official Le'Veon Bell watch until, if, or, if, until or if he does actually report they don't play again for the Steelers, don't play again for 13 more days. It's worth noting, though, even if he does play, Pittsburgh could decide to pursue a roster exemption for Bell, potentially keeping him on the sidelines and reducing his pay. Um, they're also expected to keep utilizing James Conner uh, once Bell returns, limiting his fantasy upside. So, this situation just con- continues to be an absolute mess and to be avoided until further notice. Moving on to the Houston Texans, Coach Bill O'Brien does not expect Deontay Foreman uh, to be activated this week. He's been on the P-List all season with an Achilles injury. Um, Houston originally expected Foreman to be ready in week one, and now he's not even healthy enough to play six weeks into the season. Um, I know that some of us, uh, I-, I think Skyler would be one, is-, is pretty high on Deontay Foreman, and I am certainly high on his talent level. But coming back from a very tough injury, uh, torn Achilles, uh, for A very tough injury for running backs. I would say Foreman is just a, uh, something of a weak bench stash in leagues this year, unless you drafted him in a keeper league and you could hold on to him until next year. Um, I don't ex- necessarily expect Foreman to be a huge factor this this year, but I may be wrong. Um, and then lastly, uh, relevant to no team in particular, but I still say is fantasy relevant, free agent wide receiver Rashard Matthews admitted that he is not likely to sign with a team this year. Um claiming he claimed that a lot of teams are turned off by his past uh as if he has some sort of criminal record uh most likely will will not see me again until next season was his was his quote a very strange uh situation to be honest Um, Matthews pretty much forced his way out of Tennessee after he wasn't playing enough under new coach uh, new offensive coordinator Matt LaFleur Um, he's had workouts with the Jets Cardinals and Browns all of whom badly need receiver help but all have went in other directions so uh, sort of a surprising situation I think uh, given his level of talent a lot of people expected him to sign on relatively quickly but it looks like we're not going to see him in any NFL uniform this season And that will do it for me. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Podcast. Hopefully you found all this to be something of a helpful distillation of all things fantasy relevant. I hope you all smash your leagues this week, unless, of course, you're playing me. Uh, make sure you email your questions and comments to tckpod at gmail.com. And as always, follow us and send us a DM on Instagram at the Candlestick Kids hashtag TCKPod. Sincerely hope you enjoyed the show today, uh, and looking forward to joining you all again next week. For Sky Guasco, I'm Daniel Stancato, and we are out of here! Hey again, everybody. It's Daniel here. Uh, Just wanted to sort of fill you in on a couple of news updates. There have been so many uh, both kind of new and uh, sort of updated information from what uh, I recorded earlier that I felt like I needed to record kind of a, something of an addendum uh, to the uh, news and notes. So here it is. Uh, I'm just going to update you with some of the latest and greatest news uh, from the fantasy football and real football world. Um, so first of all, Rams coach Sean McVay confirmed that wide receiver Cooper Cup is indeed out for week seven against the 49ers. And. Um, his injury looked much worse than it was, but he is still dealing with an MCL sprain, which is usually a multi-week industry uh, industry injury, multi-week injury. Uh, The second-year slot man has played well this season, but uh, the Rams, of course, still have plenty of receiving weapons available, including Todd Gurley, Robert Woods, and Brandon Cooks. Uh, Consider Cup week to week. Um, And more positive news, T.Y. Hilton of the Indianapolis Colts is practicing in full for Week 7 against the Bills. He appears to be over the hamstring injury that has sidelined him the past two weeks. Uh, His return is great news for Andrew Luck, who has dealt with a severely depleted receiving core the past two weeks. Um, Unfortunately, he gets a tough matchup against cornerback Tradavius white in his first game back, but nonetheless he's still worthy of wide receiver 2 consideration. Um, And then finally, uh, it has been confirmed that Brock Osweiler will start week seven as the quarterback of the Miami Dolphins against the Lions. Ryan Tannehill, uh, who's still battling a shoulder injury, has been ruled out. Um, Osweiler surprisingly went 28-44 of for a career-high 380 yards and three touchdowns in the overtime win against the Bears last week. He tossed a couple of picks, but that's the nature of the beast. That's pretty much what you get. Uh, with Osweiler. Uh, the Lions don't present as, as a tough matchup on paper, uh, as the Bears did, but Osweiler, nonetheless, given his track record and inconsistency, is by no means a recommended fantasy play. So that's it for the sort of uh, updated news items from what I recorded before, but I have a several new things to inform you about. Uh, first of all, Julian Edelman uh, was limited at Wednesday's practice. He appears to be dealing with uh, a heel injury. It's the first time Edelman has appeared on the injury report since returning from suspension. We didn't see him get injured in Sunday night's uh, win over Kansas City. Um, presumably, there'll be more clarity on his status on Thursday. Uh, 49ers tight end George Kittle was limited at Wednesday's practice um, dealing with a knee issue he was legitimately questionable for Monday's game in Green Green Bay but ultimately played and didn't show any ill effects seeing the field on 53 of the 49ers uh, 57 offensive snaps among tight ends only Zach Ertz and Travis Kelsey have gone for more yards than Kittle this year Uh, the second year Iowa product will be safe to employ as a tight end one Sunday when the 49ers host the undefeated uh, Los Angeles Rams. In uh, a rare uh, news update about a defensive player, Browns, or excuse me, Bears uh, outside linebacker Khalil Mack did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, he injured his right ankle in Sunday's loss to Miami, and he did not look like himself in that game and could be hobbled again in week seven. This, of course, would come as fantastic news for Tom Brady, uh, Tom Brady, who isn't exactly uh, the fleetest of foot when forced outside the pocket. Um, of course, you're going to get a Dalvin Cook update. Uh, he is practicing in full for week seven against the Jets. Um, Cook was a surprise inactive last week, but appears to be on track for Sunday's game um, against the Jets uh, with his hamstring giving him problems. He's already had one setback. It's hard for any fantasy owners to really start him with any confidence Um Latavius Murray has fared well or fared well in Cook's absence last week. He uh, got 24 carries for 155 yards and a touchdown, um, though he has also been quite inconsistent. Only four teams in the NFL have averaged fewer rushing yards per game than Minnesota this year, which I think most of us would qualify as a surprise. Um, Excuse me. Carson Wentz uh, was limited at Wednesday's practice, practice, apparently working through a back injury, though um, all indications are that it won't prevent him from playing Sunday when the Eagles host the Carolina Panthers. Um, He's played well this season since coming off his ACL surgery in 2017. Uh, He's definitely worth firing up as a QB1 in week seven. Uh, Isaiah Crowell did not practice on Wednesday. He was listed with an ankle injury last week, so this could be and uh, apparently now dealing with a foot issue, so this could be a new thing for the running back. Um, he played through whatever he, he was dealing with against the Colts, uh, and presumably we expect him to do the same this upcoming week, but it's definitely something to monitor. Um, in more Jets news, uh, Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson uh, did not practice on Wednesday, apparently dealing with a hamstring injury, which impl- which means that all three of Quincy Inunua, Terrell Price, and uh, Robbie Anderson did not practice on Wednesday. Uh, it's still early in the week, but it's a lot of missing firepower at wideout. Anunwa has already been ruled out. Um, we should have a better idea later, later in the week, but it looks like Jermaine Curse is the only healthy wide receiver on that Jets team right now. Uh, Chris Thompson, uh, uh, receiving back for the uh, Washington Redskins, was limited in Wednesday's practice. He was limited last Wednesday, too, before ultimately uh, being ruled inactive Week 6 against the Panthers. Ultimately, it's still too early to have much of an opinion about this as to whether or not he'll play versus Dallas. Uh, He's nursing a rib injury. Uh, Ted Ginn remained sidelined as, at Wednesday's practice. He's been battling a knee problem. Uh, he missed the Week 5 win over uh, the Redskins before the bye and apparently still isn't uh, ready. Uh, Traquan Smith has filled in pretty amazingly in Gains place, catching a pair of long touchdowns, including Drew Brees' 67-yard record-setting score. And then finally, uh, 49ers coach Kyle Shanahan said that Raheem Mostert over, Alvin, over, over Alfred Morris is not a permanent change. Uh, He said that it worked best against the Packers because Mostert was running well. Uh, Mostert showed more in his 12 carries against the Packers than Morris has through six weeks combined. Uh, And the Niners hung with Green Bay all night and had a real chance to win. Um, They'd be wise to keep rolling with the uh, Matt Breida, Raheem Mostert, one-two punch. Uh, Quite frankly, Alfred Alfred Morris is just nothing but a drag on their offense at this point. Um, But we'll see what happens. Uh, It may be somewhat game flow dependent and that is for real all i have to say about news and notes this week um again uh we'll keep you updated throughout the rest of our podcast this week as topics come up regarding certain players and injuries um but for now i'm signing off thanks again for listening uh and i'll see you next week
0: thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform